All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. You were going to lead off with something. I, I, oh, we <laughs> I was going to tell a non-gaming related story of something that happened uh, while I was in class this week. It was so weird. And I don't know if I can really do it like great justice, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. <laughs> so I was walking down the hall back to our, our classroom with my friend and we were talking and these classrooms have like little windows out into the hallway. And I was talking to my friend, and I just happened to look over, and I saw this blonde, not too bad looking girl, with her face, like, basically pressed up against the glass in this classroom. Oh. And so, like, I did a double take. Like, what, what is she doing? And she started making faces at me. And so I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like... <laughs> at you? Yeah, at me! <laughs> and so I've never seen her before. I have no idea who this girl is. And so I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, like, is she ill? Like, what, is something <laughs> happening? What's, what's going on here? So, like, I kept walking and talking to my friend, and then I did, like, another double take just to see if she was still there, and she was definitely, like, looking at me, definitely making faces at me, like, mouthing things, and I was like, damn, like, is she foaming at the mouth? Like, is there rabies going on here? I don't even know. So we walked into the classroom, and by this time, like, I'm so shocked and, like, what the hell just happened that I was like, let's look out our window, because our classroom window was, like, across the hall from her classroom window, and we could see... So me and my friend, like, look in the window, and she's still there, like, looking into our window, trying to find me, and she's, like, she points with her friend, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, give it up, girl. I know I'm good looking, but damn. (laughs) Anyway, it was totally weird, and then she came into the lunchroom later, and I knew it was the same girl, because I recognized her, and so this time I just said hello, and she ran away. (laughs) And I was like, okay, like, you are one weird lady. So you've never seen her before. Nope. But she chooses to continuously make faces at you. Yep. Through her other classroom's window. I couldn't even tell. I think her class might have actually been in session. Like, they were not on break. (laughs) And she was just at the window (laughs) making faces at me. And and the instructor is just like, well, you know, there goes Beth again. (laughs) Bitches gonna be bitches. Like, I I don't even know. Uh, What? I know. It was so weird. Well, if these classes are at set times, and those times recur weekly, you know where to find her. You know where to hunt her down. I guess. And maybe she's thinking the same thing about me. Maybe she's like, oh, I know that girl's going to be there at the same time. I mean, my class is over, so. (laughs) And also, last time she saw you, or last time you approached her, she ran away. She ran away. (laughs) So. (laughs) I think that was the best part, the running away. (laughs) That's. I can't even imagine that happening in real life. I know! It was so bizarre! Yeah. I've never had something like that happen to me before. And I'm imagining her actually, like, being plastered up against the window. (laughs) And, like, her lips are just, like, leaving trails of saliva on it as she's making these, like, strange faces and odd mouth contortions. (laughs) Yep. I mean, it was pretty much like that. I hope she's okay. (laughs) And that's... That's one of your coworkers, huh? Well, I don't know. She may not be. She was in a different class, and this place teaches to everyone, so I have no okay. idea. I mean, she may be, for all I know. She'll <laughs> be in my office Monday. That'd be awful. That'd be super weird. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd recognize her if she wasn't making a face at me, though. <laughs> How long was she making faces for, though? I mean, in reality, it probably wasn't that long, because, I mean, how long does it take us to walk down the hall? Not that long. But it was longer than I was expecting. And, I mean, it was very obvious that it was unnatural, like, that she was 
purposely making the choice to continue behaving like that. It wasn't like it just kind of happened. Like it definitely wasn't a coincidence. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so that's a weird class. Uh, so coming up for me this week, PAX East is actually going to be next weekend. But by the time this episode comes out, it will actually be. It will be in- happening. Yeah, it will be happening, and we will literally be wrapping it up in the last couple hours. It'll probably be the Omegathon. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I am excited, even though it is with a heavy heart that I inform our listeners that I will not be traveling with Megan, and so we won't have a a joint PAX episode like we did for our first couple. Yeah, we'll have to save that for Prime this year. <laughs> Because Prime's definitely on the schedule. Ah, uh, perfect. And so what are uh, what are you doing in place of PAX? There was a K-pop something? Oh, yeah. Well, so I'm planning on going to, well, for sure I'm going to KCON New York. I think they call it KCON New York, even though it actually happens in New Jersey. <sighs> False advertising. I know. It's very weird. And I actually posted an ad last year for extra tickets that I had and I felt like my ad looked really stupid because I was advertising for New York and then I was like it's in New Jersey (laughs) and that's like saying you live in the city and you actually live over in Westchester or something like that yeah basically (laughs) so I will be going to KCON New Jersey for sure and I'm sure everybody can guess why I'm going for sure because woo Mama Moo is coming I'm really There's excited. There's my tag. Yeah, our Mamamoo tag. I just had to get it in there. Kind of like you had to get your clacky, clacky keyboard in. <laughs> you should just type Mamamoo on your clacky keyboard, and then we can do both tags in one. No, I'm sure I will find a much more natural segue into it. <laughs> well, I would like to Google Mamamoo pictures right now if I could. Anyway. <laughs> I. Uh, As if I'm... you don't already have them plastered up on your desktop. Well, the listeners can't see that. <laughs> Maybe if you showed him a, a screenshot. A screenshot of my desktop. No, I'm embarrassed. Why? It's got my fan fiction up there. No spoilers. We need to like blur out large swaths of it. <laughs> yeah, so KCON New Jersey, actually, New York, New Jersey, whatever the hell, New something, New England, really isn't that costly for me since it's just a short drive no plane tickets involved mm-hmm. and the hotel's really cheap but i am also hoping to go to kcon la which is a much bigger production oh, and yeah. has been running for much longer this will be the second year for new york and this will be like the fifth or the sixth year for um la but they're still like announcing the artists and they're announcing them very slowly and it's making my decision making process take a long time <laughs> Because I want to make sure that it's worth it for me to fly all the way out to California and that I'll be able to see someone that I'm actually like really interested in seeing, not just kind of like, eh, I, you know, like I'm happy to see them, but not like, Mama Moo! So I'm guessing Mama Moo is not confirmed for LA. Not confirmed, but still possible, I think, because they have had overlapping artists before. Mm-hmm. They did last year. Like AOA mm-hmm. went to both. So we'll see. All right. When is KCON New Jersey? So New Jersey is June 24th through the 25th, and LA is July 29th through the 31st, I think. Okay, summer concerts. Yep. Mm. It's going to be terrible sitting outside. I'm assuming the KCON LA one is outside. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm thinking of, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of that NBC K-pop concert they had in like the Bay Area back in 2012. 
that Google put on, and that was outdoors. I think this one might be indoors because it's got to be at the Staples Center. I'm not a fan of outdoor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of outdoor either. Uh-uh. Bugs? Mm-mm. So I was actually with uh, seven of my friends a couple weekends ago for our first ever trip to the Poconos. And normally, the idea of being outdoors and being in the wilderness, being on a hike, whatever, is the opposite (laughs) of a good time for me. But because it was actually pretty cold, I would say like 45 to 40 degrees, it was A, cool enough that I could wear layers and take them off once I started getting hot, and B, once I did start taking off layers, I did not need to worry about bugs because it was just too cold for them to hang around. So I definitely empathize. Yeah, that's literally the worst. (laughs) So you'll be headed to Cape Cod, New Jersey, and in a week, well, I suppose when this episode comes out immediately, I will be at PAX in Boston. So what are you looking forward to? Oh, so I actually just finished looking through the schedule, um, and there's, it's gigantic. This is ahead of time for you. Yeah, usually, usually I will wait a little, a little longer. It's, it's sometimes varied. Sometimes I just wing it, and I just, I'll look at the schedule while I'm on the bus ride over, and the bus ride for me is about four hours. Uh, other times, I've gone to the lengths of actually setting up a shared google calendar yep i was gonna make a comment about that (laughs) i recall the shared google calendar for pax prime before yeah and i would i would block off interesting panels so that other people could see those and and like mark themselves as interested and i would even put down little notes as to why they were interesting so i would note oh this is an rpg panel it's probably just for me you know not megan but or oh this panel has your good friend Stephanie and I do love Stephanie and we might want to go just to see her or I'll just want to go just to see her (laughs) yeah pretty much just you yep I don't think she knows I exist she may have forgotten who I am at this point too (laughs) and the only reason why I mean we should tell the story yeah go for it that I like her so much Stephanie um used to work for for PopCap I actually don't know her last name or where she works Um, now her last name is Bayer and she oh, actually right. works for Disney Interactive now. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Good for her. How do you know this? Twitter? News? Well, I actually know because when I was looking through the schedule, I saw that on Saturday to, from 2 to 3, Stephanie will be on a panel called How Much XP is in 50 Squats? Being active in real life is pretty rad. And so she's actually going to be on that panel with Alexa Correa. I'm going to have to beep that out. Oh, my God. Can I still get a ticket? (laughs) It's not just them two, but they're also going to be there with James Willems, who is a host of Rooster Teeth. Eric Chan. Oh, my God. Not familiar with him, but community support manager of Swift. You know him. I know him? Yeah. We have pictures of us together. I was just looking at pictures of him and I this morning. I don't know why. Where do I know him from? I met him at a harmonics event i believe in boston this is very fuzzy i'm not sure i'm ready to like tell the story of it (laughs) but we definitely met while i was in grad school and it was at some video game themed event but we've definitely met him before you know him at least i've introduced you guys and you may have forgotten that's not it 
either. As if four people on this panel is not enough. There's also Amanda Glasser from Facebook and Susan Arendt, who is a prominent games journalist. Used to work for The Escapist, now works for Games Radar. Hmm. I'm not familiar with the last two, but holy crap, this is like a panel of my best friends. Not really, <laughs> but like some of my favorite people to see at gaming conventions. So we went to school with Alexa, and I'm going to ask you this for the 100th millionth time. Did you ever know her? <laughs> No, I, I did not actually know her. Okay. I always thought I knew her, but it was a different Alexa that I would always confuse this with. Your Echo? <laughs> I'm actually surprised that my Amazon Echo has not turned on in all the times I've just said Alexa. <laughs> oh, actually, it just turned on. Oh. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. Yeah, so we went to school with Alexa, and I met her through... Caitlin, that girl that I always, another girl that I always ask you if you ever knew, and you always tell me no. <laughs> and we were friends for a while, and then I don't know, I guess, you know, everybody just gets busy in college, and always liked her. She was always really funny, really characteristic, like, maybe that's not the right word, but she had a, a big personality. She, and it feels weird to be talking about her when she doesn't know that we're talking about her, but she used to cosplay as well, right? Did she? I am pretty darn sure. And this is a perfect excuse for me to bring up my clacky clacky uh, keyboard. While you're bringing up your clacky keyboard, I'm going to bring up a picture of Eric. <laughs> so Eric is friends with Shelly and friends with Kate Disler, who is or was working for Alchemy. Is that what that Yes, company? Alchemy. Alchemy Labs. I don't think she works there anymore. Oh, no, she works for Amazon Game Studio now. And Kate I met because... I thought she was a hot boot babe, so I took a picture with her. <laughs> and then someone introduced us later on Facebook. And they were like, yeah, this is Kate. Say hi to Megan. And Kate was oh. like, hi, Megan. And then now we're friends. I would have died. I know. I was a little embarrassed at the time. Right. She was dressed up in a sort of lumberjack, lumberjack lumberjane like, outfit. Lumberjane librarian. She had the glasses going on. <laughs> like, mm, I better stop. <laughs> We can include a photo in the show notes. We can include your photo with Stephanie as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the story about Stephanie, which is how we got into this, how we just started like reminiscing about how we know all these people in the games industry, is that I met Stephanie, we met Stephanie at PAX Prime, and she gave a, I had no idea who she was beforehand, but we went to one of her panels, and she was just funny as hell. She was like real and like just tell it how it is, and I love people like that because I'm like that. And so I was immediately drawn to her personality. And I asked her after the panel if she would be willing to jump into a pile of beanbags that just happened to be sitting there with me. And Stephen would take a video. Did you take a video or a picture? I did take a video. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we can put that on our Swag Tier YouTube channel with me and Rebecca. <laughs> maybe this can be a thing where I just like do weird things with panelists and booth babes and stuff at the convention. And then... <laughs> Or booth attended, sorry. And that we posted on our YouTube channel. So she very enthusiastically agreed to jump in this pile of beanbags with me. It wasn't even like, you know, oh, like, okay, like, I guess I'll do it. Like, you're kind of weird, but I'll do it anyway. It was like, oh, hell yeah, I'll do that. And we did it. I remember her being like, this is like the best idea. Of course, I will jump into this pile of beanbags with you. And it wasn't even just like... Oh, here's a lump of beanbags. Let's all jump into it. You actually beanbag jousted. You grabbed the beanbag 
uh, or rather you set two beanbags, you know, like 20 paces apart or whatever, and you ran at the beanbags, leaped onto it, and used that momentum to slide with the beanbag at each other. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's definitely something you only see at PAX. Yep. Well, and then to like just add the cherry on top of this, she rewarded me for asking her to do this as if her agreeing to do it wasn't a reward enough <laughs> with a limited edition or at least like rare, like unpurchasable or something. Your favorite words. Yep. Plants versus Zombies hat with a sunflower on it. I love that hat. I bring it to every PAX. I don't always wear it, but I do bring it to every PAX, just in case there's an occasion <laughs> that arises where I can wear it. All right, it's, it's in rotation with your Goomba hat. Yeah, uh, not my Goomba hat. You mean my mushroom hat? I thought it's a Goomba hat. No, I, I had a Goomba hat, but I gave it to Mikey when I oh. moved. <laughs> and let me send you this picture of Eric. See if you can recognize him. No. Really? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I apologize, Eric Chan. Well, I'm pretty sure I've introduced you guys. <laughs> but judging from his friends, I do think that his our mutual friends on Facebook, I'm like 99% sure that I met him at either a party thrown at the harmonics office in Boston or an actual harmonics event. And I know this because I went to the release of... So it was a release party for Slam Bolt Scrappers, which was a PS4... What are they called? They're not called arcade games on PS4, just PSN title? Yes. Yeah, so it was a PSN title. I honestly don't even remember the company that made it. But they had some... I think uh, Firehose Games? Oh, yeah, it was Firehose Games. They had some little event, and I, someone told me about it, or I saw it on Twitter, and I ended up... Oh, you know what? Nika told me about it. <laughs> And so then I asked, I just tweeted them, and I was like, can I come to this? And they were like, sure, why not? It was some event held at Northeastern. And then I went and I met the developers, and I met Alex Chauvin, who is a pretty rad guy. And we've been friends since. We don't really talk that regularly anymore, but he like showed me how to play the game, and we like hit it off. It was really fun. And then that, after that, that's when I went to the like release party that they had, and I think that's where I met Eric. Yeah, you were really tight with the Firehose guys. Yeah. I can't believe I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> I think it's just because I'm on the spot. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nika is actually going to be at several panels this PAX as well. Hmm. Not in any you know riot capacity because uh, she's since moved on. But, for example, she's going to be playing Quiplash, which is a Jackbox Party Pack game, with one of the... Penny Arcade guys. Oh, nice. Tyco. So, getting a little limelight. So, yeah. So, this all stemmed from me literally running through every panel in the schedule for PAX East and not only looking at whether the event itself is interesting, but whether there's anybody I recognize in the panelist list um, because that that in itself can make it interesting. And this one, for, for the XP, I definitely would have called out to you. I'm clearly missing out i was not expecting that <laughs> it's it's yeah it's like the uber panel of everybody that you love yeah god that and like the nika panels like i don't i try not to go to too many panels at pax because it just eats up like your entire schedule like literally waiting in line for like two hours mm -hmm. for an hour panel and then like that's three hours of your day right there mm -hmm. plus it's kind of exhausting 
and I also don't like to sit still. Like I just don't like to miss out on like expo floor time and all that stuff. So it's it's just hard for me to go to a lot of panels. But I would go to the panels the whole time this time <laughs> if they're all like that. Well, not all like that. Uh, there are several panels with Alexa in them. Um, she's actually going to be in another Tomb Raider panel. Nice. I would say the the ones I'm more interested in would be about RPGs. So, for example, on Friday night at 7 p.m., there is actually going to be a live game of Fiasco, which What's is that? a it's a tabletop RPG where everybody creates characters on the fly based on relationships that they pick out, and the the game themes usually revolve around people with high ambitions and poor impulse control so if you think about any heist gone wrong movie this is the game that lets you recreate that nice it's 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 pretty easy to learn usually really funny because people get into wacky situations and it's it's a game where you're not encouraged to win necessarily you're just encouraged to make a good story and see Hmm. your characters in in extreme situations. No, oh, that's your kind of game. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, I'm putting that on my uh, on the top of my list. Past that, you know, I'm interested in panels about video game writing, video game narrative. The story is behind the story, really. And I also pick out panels that have clear giveaways. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> For example, uh, Saturday at 10.30 a.m., there's going to be a panel for the game the banner saga 2 which was a turn-based strategy game and not only will the first 100 attendees get a free t-shirt which usually is not enough of a draw for me because i am an extra small and that's (laughs) that's just not a normal t-shirt size right not a pax Mm -mm. nope it's pretty much the opposite but there will also be uh, some discounts on games which i'm I'm sort of like, okay, sure. But also some hardware giveaways from AMD and Razer. Oh. So there's a there's a surprising amount of heft behind this panel for yeah. you know, an, an indie game. Past that, at 2.30, there's actually going to be a panel from a couple guys from CD Projekt Red who make The Witcher 3. Okay. And they're actually going to be talking about Gwent, which is the like unusually addictive card game inside the witcher 3 and usually i'm not that big of a fan like i you know i've played final fantasy and i never really got into terra master oh my god don't (laughs) even get me started that's all i did in that game oh and i I don't even want to talk about blitzball but oh i hate blitzball but oh my god gwent was it, it, it was a game that propelled both the the card game player in me as well as the collector in me and I'm sure it would, it would incite the collector in you to be obsessed with talking with every NPC and hoping, just hoping, that they would have a Gwent deck because you could play them and win an exclusive card. Oh, so good. So, 2.30. I think I better play this game. <laughs> you would not like the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's extremely bloody. It's, the color palette is very vibrant. But the themes are very dark. Mm. Good series, but it's it's tough. I will probably go see them talk about it, though. That will mean I miss out on the, the 3 p.m. voice actor 
panel for Master of Orion. Not that I'm a big fan of Master of Orion, but Alan Tudyk will be there. He was the guy from Firefly. Oh, cool. And Nolan North, who is the new voice of the ghost in Destiny. Oh, nice. He's been in a bunch of other stuff. Who is that guy in Firefly? Uh, he was Wash. Oh, okay. The pilot. Yeah, yeah. So that mean that would be cool just to see, see him, him in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I've always liked Firefly, but I was never like a diehard fan to, enough to know the actors' names beyond Nathan. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're clearly on a first name basis. Ba- ba- <laughs> basis. Oh, Megan and Nathan, best buds. Yep. Don't you know it? Yeah, so uh, anyway, a lot of really interesting stuff on Saturday now that I, I'd probably really try to go to. Um, you know, like I said, Banner Saga 2, Gwent, Master of Orion. There's a Mafia 3 panel, and I've always been a fan of the Mafia series. The devs are, well, I don't know if it's the devs necessarily, but the people behind the story and the, the narrative crafting will be there. And I'm a fan of narrative crafting. And that's going to be moderated by Adam Sessler. Oh, nice. Uh, who we've we've seen a couple, a few times now. Yeah. I would be more interested if Morgan Webb was joining him, but. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen her in, for a while, actually. Yeah, I mean, past our, uh, past our one stint at PAX East, where we ran into them on the escalator. And they wouldn't let us take a picture. <laughs> Which I I totally understand. They were in a hurry to get somewhere, and we would have bogged them down. I was still but butthurt. Our dreams were smashed. Yep. That was the first time that we saw them, ever. They weren't jumping into a pile of beanbags with me. <laughs> but no, uh, I actually saw Adam um, separately. I forget if it was it was probably at Prime, but he was actually the complete opposite. I guess he had. You know, he didn't have anywhere to be. There wasn't like another panel or another press event for him to go to. And he was exceptionally accommodating with oh, yeah. getting everybody in a photo and, and posing and making sure it looked good. Yeah, I've heard that he's really good, like that he's just a nice guy. It was really fun. I, I came off with a great impression. And I saw him at PAX South. The this last one, year? Yeah. Where was I? Well, you are not in the indie game showcase area. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> he was just hanging out with some of the de- one of the developers there. He was essentially just one of us. He saw a game he was interested in while he was walking along and started talking with a dev about it. It was, you know, for, for celebrities, and especially for a guy like Adam Sessler, who we've essentially essentially idolized for a decade now or more. It's really refreshing to see them be normal and see them be down to earth. Yeah. Because you don't get that image of them like when they're on TV. You don't Mm -hmm. picture them. I mean, this sounds weird, but you don't picture them as people. Like you just picture them as a TV personality. Mm -hmm. Like they don't have lives or anything beyond what they do on the camera. (laughs) Yeah. So it was great to see him just, just walking along, not part of any press blitz, no other staff around. He just... Want to see the games like the rest of us. Yeah, they are gamers at the end of the day. I mean, they're not just <laughs> reporters. Like, they like games just as much as we do. So it was a great it was a great surprise sighting. Well, now I'm really upset that I'm not going. I kind of wish you didn't tell me. I was already already struggling with the fact that this will be the first PAX East that I've ever missed. 
Wow. Now I'm struggling even more because it seems like there's really a good panel lineup. Yeah, this this Friday and, and Saturday was was pretty good. On Sunday, the only thing I have marked out is Acquisitions Incorporated, the live D and D event mm-hmm. with Gabe and Tycho, as well as Scott Kurtz mm-hmm. and Patrick Rothfuss, who mm-hmm. is the author of Name of the Wind, right? And their recurring DM Chris Perkins. That panel on Sunday is basically all I can fit in. You know, it starts at one, but I essentially have to wait there for two hours to make sure I, I get a decent seat. And it'll last until 3.30, probably four. So that's 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 a whole day. <laughs> yeah. Are they giving away a special D&D pin? I can only hope. So that's that's the PAX lineup. I mean, then that's just the panels. That's not even me going across the gigantic show floor. Right. Or going through the expansive tabletop area or seeing friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of friends since, you know, Boston's kind of like our home hometown, our mm-hmm. home base. Not really our hometown, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's kind of our, our hub. Our... our stomping ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be staying with my friend Chris Kwan. We'll be uh, probably sticking pretty closely together. Also because he's literally my ride home. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'll be there starting Thursday night, uh, leaving Monday morning. So full three days plus uh, travel time before and after. Oh, very nice. We'll uh, look forward to hearing your report when you get back. It'll be a good episode. Yeah, I'm sure. And we'll also need to have a a KCON debrief episode, because even if it's not gaming related, I want to hear about it. Of course you do. And even if you didn't, I would tell you anyway, because I'm going to want to talk about it. <laughs> and especially what it's going to be like when I ask Solar to marry me. Oh, that's why you got the platinum meet and greet, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> My pockets are deep for two things in this world, Frisbee and K-pop. <laughs> and video games, which is three. All right. And that wraps up uh, another episode of Swag here. Yo, yo. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oof. No! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee! Shut up! No! <laughs> <laughs>